Hey, what's up, everybody? Chris here from Benzinga. You're watching The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. Last few episodes, we featured some great interviews with the teams behind the Vogu Collective and the Doge Pound. Today, we've got another exciting interview talking to the Robotos team. I know a lot of you guys are here excited for that interview. We're going to dive into some headlines first, talk about the growth of the NFT space, and then we'll be back with that interview. So without further ado, everyone. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. This is The Roadmap. All right. Love that intro video, guys. We're excited. This is The Roadmap. We're here at our new time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Tuesdays and Thursdays, Benzinga's new NFT show. Go ahead, smash that like button, hit subscribe if you want to follow Benzinga for more NFT content. Without further ado, let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Maz. How are we doing, buddy? What's up, Chris? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing great. This NFT space, man, it, it is moving so fast. We've got so much to talk about. We can't get to everything, but we'll dive into some headlines here before yes. we get into another exciting interview. I'm pumped. We've got the Robotos team waiting in the background. They're ready to share with everyone, you know, some details on the behind the scenes of this project and also what's to come. We love, you know, being the show called The Roadmap. We always got to ask, you know, what what's coming next? You, you did your drop, and, and now what's next? What can owners of the NFTs expect? Exactly, exciting times, man. So let's get down to the news here. Let's uh, talk about what's going on. You know, so first things first. Visa bought a CryptoPunk, right? Yeah, talk about a big headline yesterday, right? You got Visa, one of the twenty-five largest companies in the world by market cap buying a crypto punk they spent around $150,000 i mean talk about validation for for the the nft space right when you get a big name like this saying hey we're going to buy this crypto punk we believe in the long term value of this asset and, and what happened mass of course we should have seen it coming as soon as visa announced it the floor oh, yeah. of crypto punks got wiped out right people started buying we saw a huge huge volume of crypto punks i think it's number two today uh yeah. on crypto slam i mean what a big announcement from visa what do you think about this yeah i actually after i heard about the announcement i was watching the sales you know on OpenSea, and wow man there's you know sale after sale after sale uh absolutely bullish for crypto punks for the nft platform itself and i think this is just the beginning for this you know again most people don't know what nfts are so this is really good sign to see visa do this and i'm excited for that yeah you know that's what i really like is we hear a lot about you know our nfts dead can nfts sustain themselves and i really think the move by visa here is going to help validate it's also going to bring new eyeballs to the nft space right they're, they're really Absolutely. the first big publicly traded company to, to get in. And that could be a trend. We saw that with Bitcoin, right? Where crypto, you know, was kind of frowned upon by these big companies for a while. And then Tesla and some of these other companies started buying Bitcoin up. And, and now you're seeing others do it. So I think this could be a sign of things to come. And, and then moving on from CryptoPunks, one of the other big NFTs out there, Bored Ape Yacht Club. More news out from them. 
you told me, Maz, before we started the show, they announced that they mutants. are dropping mutants on Saturday. Yep. So no surprise. I, I would expect that that floor starts to get attacked here. And, and over the weekend, we saw some big names aping in, right? We have Logan Paul and also Chris Camillo, who is a social arbitrage trader um, who usually looks at Google Trends and analytics before he buys stocks. Uh, you know, I've talked to him several times and he told me it, it was time to get a, a board ape. And he is also investing heavily in NFTs. So I love seeing someone like that get in believing that this is not the end of NFTs, right? This is a long term game here. So what do you think of board apes here? Again, man, I think when I joined, you know, the NFT world, board apes were about two Ethereum floor price. And just every week, every day, the floor price just goes higher and higher. But it's besides the floor price, besides the cost of these things, you know, the brand they're building, uh, you know, like Logan Paul said on a, a Twitter live stream the other day, you know, they could be the next Supreme, essentially, right? That's the, the path they're kind of headed towards, you know, the way they're building this brand. So I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what happens moving forward. And then the the new kid on the block, right? We saw oh, yeah. Oni Force. I, I mean, this thing came, it sold out so fast. And now the floor of this project is just rapidly rising. <laughs> Volume over the last 24 hours, $86.6 million on Crypto Slam. It's number four um, oh, yeah. over the last seven days. I mean, this thing is just taking off. And again, you're seeing celebrities and big names get in. Um, you know, again, Logan Paul, Chris Camillo, uh, FaZe Banks, lots of others getting into this project. That artwork looks amazing. Maz, what do you think of Oni Force here? The only thing I'm upset about is the fact that I didn't get one when I could. My brother actually joined the NFT world. His first NFT he got was an Oni. Oh, and he's no way. Just, dude, he is just like super in love with it. And yeah, the floor price has been going up, you know, consistently. Uh, really cool project. Big supporters, you know, Steve Aoki. Big purchases, man. We're seeing these purchases. What Logan Paul bought a Bumblebee, one of one for what was it? I forgot how much Ethereum, but it was a substantial amount. And just, you know, we're seeing big purchases for these pieces and they look really cool. So I'm excited. Yeah, for that. I mean, it, it, what an insane project. And, you know, again, as you said, those big purchases, I think we're just going to see the floor price attacked and also the ones with the rare traits, I mean, are just yeah. in such high demand right now by those big names. Gary V also owns some, um, you know, so I, I think this project is just going to keep moving up. Um, yeah. Another project, uh, Maz, that we talked about on the last show was Alphabetis, right? Yeah. Um, and, and they have some news out today. They shared an update on their roadmap. There it is. And, and not to read through the entire thing, but they also summarized, they said, long story short, real charity registered in the U.S. that they're donating to, charitable partnerships, more physical books, more NFTs, NFT books, some other exciting stuff along the way. So another project where if you own some, you're going to get more NFTs headed your way. Uh, Maz, Alphabet is just looking great here. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be, you know, they, they, they know what they want. They're not trying to go off hype. They're just kind of slow and steady building. Big fan of their work. Uh, you know, love the roadmap. I have a couple of their pieces myself. But it's just a good hold for me. I do love uh, what they're building and I can't wait to support them further. So, Awesome. And then I want to talk about a couple uh, bigger companies getting into NFTs. So these aren't necessarily your, your PFPs or your profile pictures, 
But Funko, right, uh, which my kids are huge fans of Funko, so I got to talk about them. They released not too long ago their first NFTs, which were Teenage Mutant Ninja uh, Turtle, almost like digital trading cards, right? And, And the thing that they're doing is if you get a Grail or a Legendary in one of the packs you actually get a physical Funko sent to to your address, right? And the only way you can get that physical Funko is through the NFT series. So you're seeing, you know, these big Funko collectors go after these NFTs. Well, they announced that on August 31st, they're releasing their second NFT series, which is going to be the restaurant Big Boy. So, you know, we saw these packs of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trade for $10 or $30. They're now trading for $56 or $157 unopened on the Wax platform. So a huge return for anyone who got into those first Funko packs. I know I'm going to be watching this project a week from today, Maz. What do you think? Funko Big Boy NFTs. Again, so I don't know much about Funko's NFTs. I know that. So where my gym is at, there is a Funko store and the line loops through the neighborhood man every like wednesday there is a bunch of kids so it's exciting to see them come on the digital side and see what they can do here and build off that hype as well so uh yeah, yeah i'll keep my eye on them but i'm not i'm not too familiar with this this with them specifically I definitely well maz i'll shoot you a reminder next week uh yeah. on the 31st to make sure we follow that countdown so we can try to get some packs and then another big name in the NFT space, right? DraftKings. So they released yes. Tom Brady and Wayne Gretzky NFTs. They sold out. I mean, we saw a $12 Tom Brady's, uh, you know, later selling for, for hundreds of dollars. Um, they also announced today that their next athlete is the tennis player Nomi Osaka. Um, and that is happening, uh, I think, is it tomorrow, the 25th already? Um, there it is right yeah. there. So, yep. On the 25th and also on Friday, the 27th, the Signature Series. So 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. I mean, these things, Maz, I tried to get in line for the Brady and the Gretzky drops, and I got out. I couldn't buy any. I got stuck. Um, But another big name, right? And they're releasing these athlete NFTs. And and then you're able to sell them on the marketplace later for, you know, these big profits. So crazy times for NFTs. I don't want to get into too much more with the headlines here because we want to get to our interview today. Let's Um, do it. Yeah, so guys, very exciting times. Joining us on the show today, we have a project called Robotos. They launched selling 9,999 NFTs at a price of 0.05 ETH. The floor is currently 0.10 ETH. So joining us on the show today, we have the team behind the project. We have Pablo Stanley, Ashira, and Zach. Let me pull everybody onto the stream here. Let's go. What is going on, everybody? Hey, guys. How's everyone doing out there? (laughs) Doing good. Doing good. So so glad to be here. This was actually pretty informative, the intro. Like I'm learning a lot. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's pretty cool because like we have been so in the trenches with the community and, and doing our stuff that sometimes you forget that there's a, a world outside. So thank you for that. That was a really informative. Well, awesome. Thank you for that compliment. Yeah. One of the goals of this show, right, is to provide some information, right, on NFTs. A lot of people who watch our show obviously have bought NFTs before. 
they're familiar with the, the how it works, but some of them, maybe they don't own NFTs yet. Maybe they want to familiarize themselves. And, and I think that's why maybe a company like Funko or DraftKings, right, with some good brand awareness, a built-in fan base, can help bridge the gap, right, and bring new people to the NFT world. So I think highlighting projects like that, always important as well. But guys, without further ado, walk us through you know, the decision here to create your own NFT Robotos. So Pablo, if you want to start, you know, how did this project come to be, um, you know, and really get off the ground floor? Yeah. So uh, it's a, it's a funny starting story, how it started. Uh, It started with something kind of like an accident because uh, I realized that there was another collection uh, that somebody made uh and there was like and this collection was using an open source illustration library that i made uh like three years ago and i put it out there for people to use to create their own things uh and somebody created a collection with this uh and uh, somebody told me like hey are you associated with this collection and i was like no i i don't even like i and for me it was this was like a month and a half ago uh, I've always seen NFTs from the edges. You was like, oh, feeling the FOMO, you know, or it's like, oh, I, I want to get into NFTs. So this was like, oh, wow, an NFT collection is using my artwork. I went to the Discord. I was like, hey, yo, so I'm not associated with this, but I'm the artist. I made this. And and people were like, oh, you made this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a new collection uh, because apparently there's people that actually like my art uh, be- because there was already a community behind this little thing that I was not associated with, but the art was mine. Uh, yeah. Somebody took my art and created a collection. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to create an, a new fresh collection with robots. Robots have been uh, a thing that I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a kid. Born in the 80s, uh, you were actually mentioning Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Also, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a big thing when I was uh, growing up. Uh, robots and, and, and Transformers and just like even on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just like Crank having a robotic like giant with the brain in, in, in the middle. I don't know. Like I think it's, it's one of those things that it's just like a big inspiration in my culture and in, in my mind whenever I want to draw something there will be somewhere a robot involved. And I was like, you know what? Let's uh, perhaps if they like that collection, all these people, this community, maybe they will love this one. And the community was great. They they really embraced uh, this new art fresh. And since the beginning, uh, we have been pretty open about what we are creating as we are creating it. We just like share the art as it's going. And also we just like open up for people to like, hey, so I'm creating this. Should it be this or this? <laughs> Some people even both were like, eh, it should be this. So on all the traits and all the art that is like, as we're creating the story, uh, the community has been participating on it. And it's like, it started as an accident, then it became its own thing. And now uh, it's a community that is amazing. And also a team here with Ashes, Sack. Uh, it's been a great experience. Awesome. And Ashira, walk us through, you know, how you got involved here. What is your role uh, on the team here with Pablo? Um, Yeah. So I met Pablo about a month. What is it? A month and a half ago. I met him right as he discovered that this other um, project had used his art. 
Um, and the way, just the way that he embraced it and um, the openness and collaborativeness that he, I don't even know if that's a word, um, the collaborative a way that he is just really drew me to him. And I, I kind of realized that he was newer in the space. And um, I have an amazing community called Discord, discord.art. That's like a bunch of friends. And, um, you know, so I just, I don't know, I just really wanted to like help him and make sure that nobody was going to take serious advantage of him and, and that kind of stuff. Not that he, I mean, he's, he can handle everything, but you know, there's like little crypto things that we all need to watch out for, right? Like getting scammed and all that. So I just kind of started talking to him and um, we uh, we developed a friendship and I helped them through the drop, um, which was super intense. And after that whole thing, they asked me to come on and be part of the team, which was just like, I'm still blown away. <laughs> Like, it's really awesome. It's amazing to work with them. And I'm excited to grow with the community. We have an incredible community um, on Discord and on Twitter. And it's just, it's just been a really amazing, wild experience. And, you know, I'm an artist, I'm a mixed media artist. And so to, to see this, you know, I make my own NFTs, I had just started doing that with my own art. And so to come into uh, the collectible world with Pablo and it, it, and Zach and, and Mila, it's just been amazing. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be part of the team and, and grow with everybody here and grow with our community, really. Awesome. And Zach, over to you. How did you get involved on this project and what's your background here? Hey, yeah. Uh, I am one of the developers on the project. Um, I'm a front-end engineer by trade. Uh, and actually... I've been working with Pablo for a number of years now, just at the day job and in various other companies. So we've had a relationship and worked work together in the past. Uh, and yeah, so I, I had a hand in the generation of the Roboto's gifts in um, you know, our, our, our drop. Uh, and I've also been working with the team to, to build out the Roboto's universe. Perfect. So Pablo, you know, you're an artist here. Uh, so no experience with NFTs before this project then was, is or had you, uh, you know, kind of gotten involved in NFTs on a smaller scale? And I, so I did have an experience. I did mint my first ever NFT. I think like, I don't know, this was back in February uh, 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 this year. Uh, and it, it was, oh my God, the learning curve. I had someone helping me on the side, like next to me, just like, now click here. Why? You just click there. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. Just like, I'm just clicking all that stuff. And at first I, I was like, I'm going to mint my first NFT. And I don't know what was going on with the gas back then, but it was like $160, something like that. I, I don't know what was going on in that right moment. So I was like, what? I have to pay this money to just put it there and then <laughs> hope that someone buys it. I was like, no, this is horrible. So and I first, I first I minted my first NFT, and embarrassingly enough, that NFT is just a drawing of a butt. So if you, it, 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 it might be somewhere there. I, I don't know, actually don't know. It, it might be on Rarible or one of these uh, <laughs> markets. Maybe now it's valuable. I don't know. <laughs> it probably is. It's probably yeah, worth a lot more. Someone should find it. Yeah. That's yeah. your Genesis piece, Pablo. I, 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 I was like nobody was bidding on it, so I was like. I just spent all this money on this thing and nobody 
where are my millions? Because that, that's what, <laughs> back in the day when all the uh, uh, all the what do you call this uh, podcast were talking about like uh, Depot and uh, Christie's and it's like oh, the biggest NFT sales. Like, okay, I want to get in there. I, feel, I was feeling the FOMO. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to pay to win. You got to pay. So I was like, okay, $160. That's okay. Nobody bid. One day passed. I was like, okay, this is not buy. And I gave it to someone else, a, a friend, actually the friend who helped me. Uh, I was like, hey, I gifted you my NFT. Like, that's it. That's it for me. Goodbye, crypto world. I'm going to go back to reality because uh, you you didn't like me. Uh, so that was my first experience, uh, <laughs> wow. which uh, is, is a little bit embarrassing. But then actually, Ashes, she, she's, uh, she has actually been my mentor. Uh, Aches has been like from day one, she said like, Hey, Pablo, I think you don't know what you're doing. And I was like, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, but no, she's, she's been helping me and she's been really kind and, and, and not just only me, the whole team on a lot of things, because she's really like in, uh, in, in a lot of different communities and she's like in line with like what other people are, are doing and just like. Now I'm, I'm learning so much, and now I'm, I'm understanding all the possibilities, all the stuff that uh, we can do. And uh, I don't know that now coming from that point where I was like very disappointed back in February to now like being illuminated, and and now I, I feel like the laser eyes are coming, you know, like out of my eyes. Awesome. So, you know, I don't know who this question is going to be for, maybe for Ashira here, since, you know, she mentored you. But one of the questions we always like to ask on these NFT projects is, you know, an important decision to make is to decide how many NFTs will be released and what the mint price will be. So 9999 a mint price of 0.05 what went into that decision? Who came up with that decision? Uh, what was the the behind the scenes on this process? Yeah, I, I think uh, we're uh, looking at learning from what others were doing too, uh, and and seeing what others were doing, the prices that they were using. Uh, so we we took hints from what other communities were willing to support with the project. And also we asked the community, whereas like we actually, we proposed something and they were like, no, we hate this. And, and it was like, oh, wow. Okay. They, they hate it. Or first proposal, it was more like a, Hey, Hey guys, what, what do you think about this? And they were like, yeah, no, goodbye. So we changed it and we adapted it. So it, uh, we got to that, uh, amount and that uh, price point by also the community helping us. Uh, so looking at what other people were doing and also just like uh, also seeing that and also like just like seeing what uh, what are the things that, uh, uh, that are going to help us in a roadmap in the future, just like a hey, continue creating this because like we don't, it's not like a, just doing it and okay, bye-bye. Which apparently a lot of projects do. <laughs> some uh, projects, or, yeah. some projects do that. <laughs> oh yeah. So like, no, well, okay. What is this going to allow us to do? And uh, well, the show is called a roadmap and that's uh, that that's what we are really excited about. And uh, uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Ashira, Zach, anything to add on the behind the scenes, the development, as far as the, the number of NFTs, the mint price, anything in that uh, realm here? Um, yeah. I mean, 
you know, we talked a lot about pricing and I think this was one area um, that Pablo proved to be like really flexible on. And like, you know, cause I think first uh, they were, th I wasn't part of the team officially at that point, but he was like, Hey, what do you think of this price? What do you think of this? And, you know, I think at first um, they were looking at uh, 0.1 or something. And I was like, mm, no, that's like, you know, not in line with like what's happening right now, like maybe a few months ago, that would have been okay. But like right now, you know, people want to, they want, you know, a little bit less expensive. They want room to flip. They want room to like, you know, do all these things. So, um, you know, we talked about it. And then when Pablo came back and he was like, Hey, what do you think about 0.5? And I was like, yes, like, that's a, that's a great price point for right now. And, um, and so it was really, it was a lot of like back and forth with, with me, with the community, with the, with the team at the time. Um, and I, I was so pleased with, with the price point that they picked and the royalties, like the royalties are only at 4%, you know, like a lot of projects take 10%, 7%, some of them take like 2.5, but I felt like 4% was a really reasonable, you know, reasonable choice. So yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. One, one thing that uh, we learned uh, really quickly was, uh, I mean, in, in the beginning, we were considering doing like a tier pricing uh, where it's like, hey, if you buy more bottles, they are at, an affordable, uh, at a more affordable price. The, the highest price we ever considered was 0 0.07. Uh, and, and it was like, hey, if you, want, buy, if you buy one, that's the price. And then the more you buy, the, the less expensive it is. And that's what the community were like, hell no, no, that's not how we do it. Just fixed price. It's like, oh yeah. So we just like, okay, let's just do the fixed price on the lowest uh, that we even uh, uh, suggested. And and I think, uh, and yeah, and Achira just like helped us with that decision too. But the, the community were like, uh, uh, we're very vocal and and we we heard, we heard them and we listened and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do something else. Perfect. So Pablo, you know, another question we always like to ask, right? And you can see it here on the screen. We've got some of the artwork up there. So, you know, this great looking artwork, you know, what kind of process was this? How time consuming? What went into developing all these different traits and characteristics? Uh, you know, walk us through the, the behind the scenes of this NFT project. And then maybe Zach can chime in on the development side of things as well. Yeah, on the art side, it I'll say this, it was actually kind of an experiment for me uh, because I used a tool that usually is not used for illustration. It's a tool that, uh, uh, it's a Figma for anyone out there who is in development or in product design or you've heard potentially of this tool, Figma. And this uh, tool is for UX, UI, uh, product development, uh, like that, that, that's the kind of stuff that you design on this tool. Well, I was like, nah, I'm we're going to use it for illustration. We're going to use it for doodles. And because it has like the basic, uh, tools that you need to create like this kind of art, where it's like rectangles, geometric shapes, circles, and it has a pretty good, uh, Boolean operations. And also the really great thing is that it has a design system manager. So the design system manager allows you to, again, like on, if you are a UX designer or a, a, a developer, you would create, a, for example, your React components that have a button 
but this button also might have an icon on the left. This button might live on a card, a UI card. This button might live in, an, in a UI navigation. All those little things, you will design them in this tool on Figma. Well, you could also use it for doodles, you know? Well, these eyes are going to be in this face. And this face is going to be in this body. And this body is going to be the, in this uh, a frame. And then since you're creating uh, the same logic to create a design system or a, a components system, we used it for an illustration system to create all this art and just like be able to do all the generative artwork afterwards, which actually Zach can talk a little bit more about. Yeah. Um, so I guess building off of that, um, Figma is really robust uh, UI interface for designers also kind of translates to their robust plugin API. Um, which developers can use to essentially interact with the Figma artboard and, and build experiences. And you know, most Figma plugins are are things like you know, inserting icons into your project or, or, or more simple use cases. Uh, but for this, we actually built a plugin um, that would allow Pablo to you know experiment with his art. Uh, there's a little button where he could generate a randomized Roboto, and that would just take components from each classification, like head, body eyes, uh, randomly choose them uh, and put them on the canvas so he could see like, okay, does this artwork uh, together and that kind of thing. Uh, and then adapting that to essentially work for, you know, 9,000 of them. <laughs> uh, that, that took a little bit more, more effort, um, but we got there. Um, and the way Pablo did animation was essentially creating keyframes for every single component that was animated. And then on my side, uh, I took those keyframes um, any, any that like weren't the same length as others, like maybe the eye animation was shorter than the, the chest animation, I would just match the keyframes and then generate a GIF from all those images put together. Um, and that's that's sort of what went into it um, on, the, on the dev side. Awesome, yeah, we love hearing the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, we, we see these NFT drops all the time and I don't think people realize you know, what goes in behind the scenes, uh, you know, on the team side of things. Yeah. So that's part of having these interviews on the roadmap, right, is to really give the education, the behind the scenes look at stuff. So Maz, I'm going to turn over to you with some more questions for the team here. Absolutely. So first of all, I'm a big fan of the project. I was actually in the Discord before the launch, you know, and it was just completely, you know, the community is awesome. So my first question for you guys is, what were some of the tough, toughest challenges, you know, when launching? Because I do know that there were some things that went wrong, gas fees, things like that. So looking back at it, you know, are there some things that, you know, yeah, what are you guys, what are you guys thoughts on that first? Yeah, so uh, there was, we found a little detail on a contract and that detail uh, meant that the last token could only be done by an admin. This was an oversight on our side, uh, and which doesn't sound like a big deal. It's like, okay, you, we just minted the last one, right? Yeah. Uh, but when everyone is trying to get in, that could have created a scenario, a really bad scenario, where like a lot of people would fail transactions. So we caught that, we had already done a pre-sale and like somebody pointed us, like uh, pointed that to us, actually uh, Extreme Tom from Cool Cats. He was like, yo guys, 
I think that this could cause problems. And we were like, wow, okay, this is this could be bad. So what we did is pause the sale right before it ended. This would allow us to buy like that last one really quickly and just to guarantee us that there wouldn't be a, a big fight to get that last one. Because if there was a big fight to get that last one, it would have yeah. caused like a lot of lost transactions. So that was the one thing. But at the end, like we did it, we paused it, and then uh, we were able to get that one really quickly. So it, it, that chaos scenario never happened. Yeah. Uh, so we were we're lucky that we we're able to pause it before it ended, and then we are able to just like open it, open the sale again, and then get that last token really quickly. So that was one thing that we learned was like we have to review this with more people before uh, like the contract with more experienced people. We we learned that, and again, extreme Tom from Cool Cats, he offered his help. He he's been he was amazing in that process. Uh, Next time we'll, we'll go with him directly. like, hey, again, can you find any bugs, please? Uh, and also another thing that happened was apparently, actually, Saki can talk more a little bit about this, but uh, uh, a lot of people weren't able to mint through or the app, through our page. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, that caused that uh, the people who had an advantage were the people who were buying through the contract. So, uh, but I, I like Zach can tell you more about that. So. I just want to real quick, yeah. sorry, Zach, I just want to shout out not just Extreme Tom, like this is just a testament yeah. to how this community is, like in general, it's such an, like the NFT community is just amazing. Extreme Tom was, he was on a call with us, like he he was on explaining and then not just, um, not just Extreme Tom, but also the devs from Ethermore. Um, they were also like super helpful, like they just spent yeah. their time, they didn't know us, they didn't anything, they just you know, got on with us and were so, so kind of their time and, and energy and effort just because they wanted to see us um, succeed and, and the space succeed in general. So I just wanted to shout that out, Zach. Sorry for cutting you off there. No, yeah, I mean, uh, it's not super interesting, I don't think. Uh, you know, it, it, the, the, the web issue that we ran into was a rate limiting issue from uh, Alchemy. Uh, we basically hit our, our max because of the amount of people who were trying to transact and the account wasn't provisioned with enough capacity to support that amount of traffic. So the only people who were able to mint were those who were able to do it through the contract because um, the Web3 connection wasn't able to support the amount of traffic it was receiving. Wow. Well, yeah, that was awesome. You know, it was a good way to see that and see these issues being solved. Uh, were you guys surprised with the early success of the project? Talk to us a little bit more about that. I, 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 I still, for me, it was, uh, I don't know. I, I'm an artist who, <laughs> who has all his life done art, not for the, just as cliche as it sounds for the love of it. So yeah, it was, it was, it's been every day. I'm still surprised every day. I'm still like go to the community and people like talking and, and sharing what they made, sharing the comics that they create, the generations, the derivatives that they create with the art. And for me, and also just like people who, are, who might not consider themselves artists or creative, but they still do something and they're still there because of the art. Uh, that, 
I don't know. That that really touches my heart because <laughs> that, that has never been the story in all of my life. I think a long time ago, I was I said like, okay, I want to be an artist, and I know that being an artist does not uh, will not ever benefit me financially, and that's okay. I I was like okay with that. Uh, and and you know what? It's going to be hard to get att people's attentions with your art, Pablo. And that's okay too. You are going to do if, like from now on, if you do art, if you do whatever you do, it's going to be because you enjoy it. And that has been my uh, for the longest time my view on creating art, sharing it, uh, uh, allowing others to also create, and also just like selfishly enjoy what I'm making. Now seeing this kind of community just like embracing what we're doing embracing what uh, is coming ahead and and not only that but also just like financially say like i i believe in this project that is yeah it's a total surprise for me it's and i don't know it's a it's, it's a different world i i feel like a a month and a half ago i lived in a totally different world and now i'm again laser eyes <laughs> uh, where, uh, where I'm, I'm seeing a totally different world, I'm, I'm, and I'm enlightened, and I'm just so grateful for uh, knowing this community. Love that, love that. So, what's next for Robotos? Walk us through the roadmap. Oh my God! So, <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, let's let's talk about what we have done. Uh, I think it's, it's it's good to also point out the stuff that the team has been able to do. Mm -hmm. We. Uh, a lot of the stuff is just like also because we have fun with this project. And we just want to keep creating stuff. So we created social media templates so people can can uh, create their own things with their own bottle. We also created uh, your stuff page on our the app. That way you can connect your wallet, see your uh, uh, your avatar, your Roboto, but also see all the different assets that comes with it. You get an SVG file that way an svg or svg more like w2f that thing allows you to just like uh, uh resolution free have an asset that you can print gigantic you can break it apart you have all the access to all the layers everything you for us is really important that you as a roboto token owner to be able to use this art in any way possible if you want to create your own animations, if your own music, your own videos, your prints, t-shirts, merchandise, whatever you want, we want you to have the best quality artwork so you can do those things. So on the your stuff, you you will find a lot of assets, and amongst those assets is that one. Then we also uh, did something fun that is like that is pointing towards what is our vision that is called the tech specs cheat, and that allows you to see all the different components. Almost like a one of those like IKEA manuals when when you get like when you buy something and then it's a black and white uh, manual with all the parts that is explo in exploded view. We created that as a hey, these are the parts that come with your Roboto. Later, the you are going to be able to upgrade these parts. So uh, just a hint of what is coming. Uh, then uh, we we create a, a little bottles. We create emojis, all that stuff like your stuff. Like, now we are what we're creating. Now we're working on is collaborations with different artists. Uh, uh, a game called Robotown Under Attack. Robotown is a uh, is the downtown area of Robotoland. 
Uh, also, we're continuing doing live streams every week, at least one. Uh, I think uh, you, you were mentioning before, like, hey, we love when uh, projects share their process. We have been sharing our process from day one. We have been really open. We have been just like, hey, this is how we do the art. Uh, almost every day we would do live streams in which we like open up. Here's a sketch. Let's vectorize it. Let's do it. Continue doing that. And I think one of the things that is really important for us is also educating others, not just on the design space, but also like hey, getting other people like, like this show uh, into this space and reduce the learning curve so more people can come in. So we're creating content that is for the noobs, like, like me. I still feel like a noob, but uh, at least a noob for me like a month and a half ago which was a, who was a little bit confused still. Uh, we need a, uh, we, we believe in that. Uh, and also uh, we are building something, we're doing airdrops. And also something that is really important is a robotic workshop. And the robotic workshop would allow us to do different things. Uh, these are uh, upgrades to your Roboto in a, in a, in a new collection. Uh, also, I shouldn't be sharing uh, whatever. Uh, That's here. Pets. <laughs> and a lot of stuff. I, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but but yeah, collaborations, content, and just uh, and, and creating more artwork and just like bringing a utility for the community. Awesome. I'm excited for the future of that. Anything else people should know about Robotos? Ashita, what, what, what should people know? Join the community, get involved, be a part of it, grow with us. We're here, we're, like you see our faces. I mean, not Zach. It's a very cute Roboto that he has up though. But we're here, like our name, we're not some like anonymous team. Like so many of these NFT projects, you don't know who the faces are. You don't know what, what the art behind it is besides what you see. You don't know what the history is. You don't know, like there's so many unknowns. And with us, like we're here, like you, hi. <laughs> you know, like, um, I think the term in this in this world is like doxed. Like we're 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 kind of fully doxed, you know. Like you know, there's no um, like what you see is what you get, and so that that for me is also a reason why I from the start have been um, not just bullish on Robotos, but bullish on Pablo in general because I've seen what a community builder he is and how accessible he is, and like you know, I mean, he's in the Twitter. He's in the Twitter, like doing little doodles for people who, you know, shout him out. He's like, oh, you love Robotos? Your Robotos this? Look at your Roboto, like running through the jungle right now, like little sketches. And so the way that he is with, with the community and just with the world in general, like I'm bullish on Pablo. Please join us. Like we're just getting started. Um, and, you know, we just, this whole, um, this whole NFT community is just, has been blowing my mind for months now. And. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just really excited about all of it. Awesome. Yeah, we might have to figure out how to design a Benzinga Roboto in the future. Uh, you know, because that would be a, that would be a great to have around here. Here's a fun question for the three of you, and I asked this cautiously because when we did this with the Vogu, we actually oh, caused a we caused a spike in certain assets to go up. But if the three of you would share, you know, what is your favorite trait or characteristic um, of the Roboto's project? Uh, Pablo, start with you. Sorry. 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I jumped in. <laughs> Jump in. It sounds like you're ready to go. Charlie sure Cat, was. Charlie Cat, Charlie Cat, Charlie Cat, all the way. Charlie Cat is like the cutest, cutest thing. I can't deal. It's actually based on Zach's real life cat, which is even cuter. But yeah. that's hands down, that's my favorite trait. Charlie Cat so, so, is a little cat that is inside a robotic body and it's like like looking outside. I'm gonna look for it. Yeah, so, we probably just caused a spike in that. So if you're all saying the same characteristic, it's gonna yeah. go nuts now. So well, I, I'll <laughs> say which is actually a pretty common uh trait is the the mohawk, uh, the the rough mohawk. That's my favorite, only because like I don't know. I, I was a punk rocker as a kid. I, I used to wear a really bad mohawk. I, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, that one. Yeah, the one on the right. I really like that one. And I don't know. I think I have a couple that, that are like that. And that's it. Awesome, guys. Zach, which one is your favorite? Uh, Shira stole it from me. Charlie Cat, just because of the special connection that we have. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured um, as soon as Ashira said, you know, based on your cat, I'd be like, <laughs> if you would have said something different, I mean, your cat probably, you know, would be a little upset. So Yeah, he's in here with me, so I got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to get attacked while you're streaming. So, uh, all right, I, well. I will say, just what I will say that I love all the redheaded traits. And Pablo, you put in like a few redheaded traits. And obviously, I, you know, I'm a little partial to the redheads just because, you know. <laughs> I have red hair, but I love all the redheaded traits too. So Zach, you can take Charlie Cat and I'll take all the redheaded traits as my favorite. Thank one. you. <laughs> love it. I have another fun question for you guys. Uh, what are some other NFT projects that you guys own or that you guys have looked at? On one, Oni, 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 sewer rats. Love the sewer rats. Yeah. Rats. Um, rats, uh, the... I, I just got an ape right before it went up really high. So yeah, that, that was actually kind of cool. I, I know I've, I've always loved the, the, the art and I really like uh, one, but also, yeah, cool cats. I love what they're doing with the community, the content that they're creating sewer rats. It's just like such a fun community. They are like so active and they're so together. Like all, also all the tokenomics that they are doing, it's just like, like blow, like I, I need to learn what the Rat King is doing. They, they, they're really uh, an example of what other communities can do. And also, yeah, uh, on, is Oni on one? Is that what you call it? Oni? Oni, yeah. Oh, okay. Oni. Yeah. Also, Nyla collection. Have you guys seen Nyla's work? She's amazing. She's like this 12 year old girl from Philly, and she's been in the NFT world for a few months now, and she just, she put out her own collection. Um, check her out. Nyla Collection. Amazing work. Not familiar um, with that one. We'll have oh, to check that I'm out. I'm going to drop one more. Go ahead. Uh, Dario de, de Senas. Dario de Senas, am I saying it right? Uh, Mines Collection. We're actually yeah. doing the lab with Ooh. Dario. So uh, really big fan of, uh, of Dario and everything. And also, he's just like an amazing human. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, him and, 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 and his collection. And Zach, how about you? Any uh, NFT projects you're a fan of here? Oh man, it's just so much FOMO for me because I, I keep like <laughs> thinking I'm going to get something, and then I get, <laughs> the price shoots up the next day. But for me, it's it's definitely Cool Cats. Uh, I love that community. I love that team. Um, and Oni is one that I had some serious FOMO about, despite knowing that like Ashira, you were friends with them. I I really missed the boat on that one. <laughs> I think a lot of people didn't really re like 
yeah, they, they, they came, they just shot it out of the park with that. Yeah. Well, awesome. I, can I shout out one more? Just yeah, go for it. it. So the visitors are awesome and they actually dropped on Matic. I'm uh, sorry, on Polygon. So like, Polygon. I just think that's so cool. Like with gas fees being crazy and everything like for, you know, Mike Mitchell to drop on Polygon is just awesome. So I just wanted to shout that out a little bit. Awesome. Well, real quick, before we let you guys go, we do have a couple questions here from the chat. Um, So David asking, saying, would love a physical component to this project. Any plans for something real world? (sighs) If you guys can share, if not, feel free to pass. Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. Yeah. It's, it's something that uh, we, we don't want, uh, until it's real, uh, we are we have been discussing in a couple of uh, different collaborations that will make that happen, and and yeah, and like and also like not just a printed thing and oh get it, but actually a that is connected to okay, I said enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think one thing. I think one thing that we really want to be cautious of, especially in this space, is to under-promise and over-deliver. I know that I've been a part of some projects that have really over-promised like before anything really happened. And then you get the pieces and you realize like they don't actually know what they're talking about. And they're so far from what they said they were going to do. And and I just, we don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. We would much rather under-promise and over-deliver. So we have so much coming up, like so much. And it's hard to not talk about it, but um, there's a lot coming up. We can leave it at that. But that was awesome. a good question. And yes, we're considering it. And it's uh, it, it, we might announce something soon. Awesome. Well, guys, we've got lots of questions in a lot of them are about the roadmap and what's to come. And guys, we can't get all the details today out of this great team. So you're going to have to stay tuned. Uh, be sure to follow this project on Twitter and then also follow the Discord. I yes. can't stress that enough with these NFT projects, right? That's where you get all the details before anyone else is. Join the community, you know, buy into Roboto's here and also join the Discord so you can be the first to know. Guys, I can't thank you enough for joining us on the roadmap today. So again, the Roboto's team here, Pablo, uh, Ashira and Zach, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join us here thank on the you. show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much for having us. This is this is awesome, and thanks everyone for for being there and watching. And shout out to all the community, Robotos for life, baby. Let's Woo. go. Totally. I just want to give a big shout out to our community because there's so many amazing people in there, and it just keeps getting better. Um, also, all the mods who've been volunteering their time, yeah. the janitors yes. who've done so much work for us. Yeah. Like, huge thank you to all of you guys. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you all. And we look forward to following the progress of this project. And maybe we can have you back on when there is some more roadmap news to report here. Yep. All right. Maz, what do you think? I mean, talk about an engaged team. We saw, you know, them live here on the stream. They love their community. They're in the Discord. They're sharing videos of how they did the artwork. I mean, I just love that. Getting a behind-the-scenes look at this project. What do you think? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I need to get sunglasses like Pablo, man. His Those sunglasses yes. are really cool. Um, 
great community. I, I spent some time on the Discord as well. So shout out to the Roboto's community. Can't wait to see them grow and just excited for this project. You know, I feel like a lot of these organic, you know, slowly growing projects, you know, tend to do the best. And I love the communities behind them instead of just pumping and dumping these, you know, there's projects that pump and dump. This is not one of them. This is a nice, good project that I'm a big fan of. Awesome. Well, Maz, you know, I, I got to tell everyone, stay tuned. We've got an announcement to make about our next episode of The Roadmap. But first, oh, yeah. before we get to that announcement, Maz, are there any drops that you are watching today or tomorrow? The one that caught my eye just because it's penguins and we all know what has happened with <laughs> penguins is this degenerated um uh, Alyssa, if you can pull up the artwork uh, on this project, I'm seeing they have a decent size following on Twitter and Discord. The mint price is going to be 0 0.042, 6,969 minted, and they're going live at 420 Eastern time. So you got 420, you got 69, and you got penguins. I, I mean, color me intrigued that they have all three of those memeable things. I, I feel like this one could end up being successful mass anything uh there's there's the picture so there's your <laughs> penguins just chilling right i mean nothing spectacular but i i feel like this project could see some demand what are you watching out there mass oh man well you know i wasn't watching anything in specific today but now i'm gonna keep my eyes on these i like the fact that they priced it at 0 0.0420 and 0 0.069 and they're dropping at 4 20 p.m and <laughs> these guys look like they're having a good time so that's that's funny yeah, I, I mean, I'll be keeping my eye out on that. So we're, we're getting close to the end of the show. And Maz, we, we've had some great interviews on here. We've landed some big guests. I mean, Roboto is no exception to that rule today. Great to have the team on uh, of this highly successful project of the Vogu and, and the Doge Pound. And now on Thursday, we've got another show. So again, guys, two times weekly, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time, the Roadmap. Maz, uh, anything you want to say before we air this trailer? I know the trailer is going to give away the details, but anything you want to highlight before we show uh, uh, this trailer of what's to come? Well, this project has just, you know, from the get-go has gone straight to the moon, has not looked back. You know, a lot of influencers are supporting them. I'm just excited for this, man. This episode is, I'm excited for this episode. That's all I can say. Awesome. Well, Alyssa, do we have that trailer ready for Thursday? So we have one of the most exciting NFT projects joining us today. We have the Oni Force team here with us, and we're going to talk about how their floor price has just gone through the roof to the moon. We're going to talk about their amazing artwork. But influencers like Gary Vee, Logan Paul, FaZe Banks have all bought and are big fans of their work. Actually, Logan Paul just bought a piece for 188 Ethereum, which is around 623,000 US dollars, for a one of one Bumblebee Oni Force. Also, Gary V was banned from the Discord temporarily when he posted his piece because they didn't actually realize it was Gary V and they thought it was someone spamming. And then he made a video showing that it was him. And it's really awesome to see this project come to life. So, yeah, let's get started. <laughs> All right, guys, oh, you heard it here first. Oni Force joining us Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time on Benzinga's Roadmap, the hottest project this week, Maz. I mean, 
talk about a, a great episode coming up for the roadmap. What do you think? What are you excited about on Thursday? Well, the artwork is sick. Really love the artwork. I am just, you know, seeing these transactions, the amount of Ethereum so quick, so fast. I just want to, you know, ask how, you know, how is this, how is this possible? It's just so fast. And, you know, it seems to be everybody's getting behind it. And again, I love the artwork, but I'm just very intrigued on, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, how they're feeling. They must be feeling amazing, right? They literally launched a couple days ago and now their project is what? Like number one, number two on OpenSea. So unbelievable. So I'm super excited about this uh, episode. I can't wait. What about yeah, you? You know, you know, I'm excited for our viewers, right? We launched this show, you know, to provide the, you know, some education to do some interviews with some top projects. And, you know, here we are uh, a couple weeks in and we're getting these projects, you know, right away after Mint. And, and again, you said it right. Number one or number two on OpenSea. I mean, such strong demand, such big project, and, and they're coming on Benzinga's the roadmap. So, guys, please subscribe to the channel, smash yes. that like button, and, and comment in the chat now or in the video after it airs, or if you're watching this on replay. Let Benzinga know you want more NFT content because that's what Maz and I are here to provide for you. And if there's a team or a project that you really like and someone you want to come on the show, let us know. You can hit up Maz or myself on Twitter. Our uh, handles are on the screen right now, or let us know in the chat. Uh, Maz, anything else to leave our viewers with before we end the stream today? Yes, you're going to want to tune in uh, for this episode. And yeah, I'm just excited to see the NFT community continue to grow. You know, whether you're a new user or you have been in the space for a while, we invite everybody to come on. You know, it's a learning experience for all of us to talk to these founders, to these, you know, artists that are creating these awesome pieces. And we're just seeing the growth just, you know, reach levels that we've never seen before. So it's really exciting times. And we hope that you join us uh, through our journey of covering these topics. Yeah, definitely. Exciting times ahead indeed. Well, Maz, that is going to do it for us. Another great episode of The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. And again, you saw that trailer. You saw that artwork. You don't want to miss. Oni Force, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time right here on Benzinga's YouTube. Uh, so for now, that's going to do it for the roadmap. We will see you Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Myself and Maz will be back, as always, giving you the latest in NFT news and drops to watch. Uh, Maz, I will catch you on Thursday. I'm so excited for that interview. Yes, sir. And we hope to see everyone there. Make sure to subscribe and let's get it going. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance.
We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.